Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Hi, I am doing good. It's a beautiful day today. Is it good? Oh my god, yes. I'm I had so a really flat. hard time get staying inside today. Yes. Which I did not. I went outside, definitely. And I took my cat outside. And we nice. all hung outside and did nice. yard work. I cannot wait to get this fence in. We've got a whole other debacle going on with it right now. But um, once it does, I'll be able to work outside, you know, like with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, because... So we finally got our our survey done. Yay. Yeah. Um, the hedge on this side where there's an apartment complex, our property is like five feet beyond the hedge, which is great. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, the, the apartment complex has built on our property. Like uh. they have some of their parking lot on our property and they have all this rock. And like, we don't really care. It's right. fine. It Not a big deal. Yeah. Um. But the hedge in the backyard is directly on the line, like like uh. right up against it. And so Chase is like, well, I wonder if I can contact them and be like, look, you're on our property. Can we just push back a little bit so we can put a fence on the outside of the hedge? It'll be a little bit on your property, but like, can we make this arrangement work? Oh, yeah. And now he's like, shit, I should speak to a real estate lawyer first because like, I don't want to like have huge thing because like they could come back and be like well since we have this on that property for this long by rights of usage and i'm just like oh my god what a nightmare so we're going through that we're hoping that they'll let us build the fence outside that if not we can look at temporary fencing or something that can go behind it i don't know that would be like right against the line it's just that we have to like with digging the posts and everything that makes it a little bit difficult to be right on the line when the fencing is there yeah I just want these fences in so badly. I just want them in so badly. (sighs) So badly. And it's a bad time to put fencing in. Especially wooden fencing. Wood is so expensive right now. So expensive. Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb thing to have to worry about. The wood wood pricing. (laughs) I know. Thanks, adulthood. I know. That and that the, the, the apartment complex next to us has gone four inches over our property line. Like something. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, did, did have I, have we talked about how I learned how to make cheesecake? Yeah, because you brought it to my mom's house and it was so good. Yeah. Can you please send me that recipe? Oh, yeah. You really liked it? <laughs> I really liked it. Okay. Because I know that you're not a huge fan of cheesecake. I was going to say, I don't even like cheesecake. And your cheesecake was so good. It had this like double layer thing going on. Yeah. Which, I don't, mwah, it was uh-huh, so good. Uh-huh. Well, I've been making everybody cheesecakes. Yes. So I, and so I've made like five cheesecakes in the last couple of weeks. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, my friend Anna has had Anna and Jim have had it twice, so they're <laughs> they're really benefiting from my cheese cake phase. But uh, I love. And then I just had a dream last night that a random friend that I, I gave her cheese that we shared cheesecake and then and. Yeah, so it's all about cheesecake and sharing it with friends. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, what else is new? What else is new? 
What else is new? Are you planting? Are you going to have a garden this year? Well, so in Colorado, apparently the day, the people say the right time to plant is around Mother's Day. So we've got about oh, a week okay. and a half. And Chase keeps telling me he's going to build boxes for the front yard. And I was like, you have a week and a half to do so. Yeah. Like if we're going to plant. Like I yeah. need you to do it right now. <laughs> so it's his birthday this weekend. Maybe I'll make him build them for me for his birthday. Yeah, yeah for his birthday. <laughs> yeah. He does like to do that thing, though. He, likes he does. To, he likes the woodworking thing. He's excited. But he has these, like, plans that, like, he wants them to look kind of nice and fancy. And I'm like, well, then you better get on it. He only just got the stuff in the garage working because like, we had a oh, yeah. a wire ran out to it. And um, and it wasn't, like, at the certain voltage he needs for his tools out there. Yeah. And something wasn't working, so we had to call the guy again. It's, like, a friend of ours who is um, who is working on it. So we had to be, like, you need to come back out. And it was, like, just, it was something, like, stupid. Like, it was, like, I don't know what it was. It doesn't well, I, they fixed didn't it. He just, didn't he just, like, YouTube it and figure it out? Who? You're... you're... Your partner. Didn't he just YouTube it and figure it out? Like, the friend couldn't figure it out, and then he just Googled it. No, I think that, like, that wasn't that, ass- that I don't think. Oh, I think okay. it was really, like, just the wrong type of fuse in the fuse box connecting oh, or okay. something like that. I don't know. Um, it wasn't a, it was an easy fix. Yeah. He explained I think it Chase... that there was, like, a wire that, that oh, didn't maybe need he to did. be ground. That didn't need to be grounded or something like that. I didn't know that aspect of it. Yeah, he went through the whole story. story. You know, Chase is a story. He's a storyteller. He is a storyteller. (laughs) Oh, last night he was, he started to learn Icelandic last night. And so I'm sitting on the couch and he's like making, trying to make the weird, like, because they're so different. Yeah, the globule things or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he's working on that. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And then he goes, and I'm like on my phone or doing something. And he goes, yeah, it's really hard to hear the difference between those, isn't it? And I was like, I'm not listening to you. I don't know. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> then I go to bed and he keeps coming in to be like, look at this. Look at how this is spelled. How would you think you said that? And I was like, like this. And he's like, no. <laughs> that the G at the beginning is pronounced like a K. The weird D like thing is a TH. <laughs> Great. The, uh, the D is actually said like a T, not a D. Great, babe. I'm so excited you're excited about this, but I am trying to sleep. I don't really care about the intricacies of pronunciation and spelling in the Icelandic language at this moment. Well, when he was telling the story about the electrical issue he was having, he, he started off like, oh, well, I got a, a friend who gave me, or not a friend, but he, he found somebody who, um, who we got these tools, really nice tools, really cheap. Yes. And then, and then he said, oh, wait, 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 let me start a little earlier. When we yes. bought the house. It's what it was. <laughs> when we bought the house. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> to be fair, the person he got the tools from was the guy that came and did our yeah, inspection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. that is why he yeah. rewound like, that far. Oh. The inspector was like, I have a bunch of woodworking tools and I'm getting out of woodworking. You are interesting in woodworking. Come buy yeah, my tools. Uh, and I, I know that now. <laughs> yes. I know that But yeah, now. that sounds that sounds right. He yeah. is a uh, long-winded storyteller sometimes. Which he's, good, he's a good storyteller. I'm yes, not going to fault him for that. But it does, like, I, he can learn to pare down some of the details. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut all of that out in case you have to listen. 
I don't think he listens to our podcast, but if he did, <laughs> I could leave it in and be like, "This is your, this is your sign, Chase." This yeah, is would, your he sign. Take, would he take it personally though? I mean, he I wouldn't. No, probably. Yeah, he's no. a pretty laid back guy. Yeah, he kind of knows what we're. He knows he's a talkative yeah, guy. Yeah, yes, he does. You know, he knows himself. Yeah. Uh, I I'm getting my first shot on Thursday, so I'm excited. <gasps> Yay! The yeah. day this comes out. Yes, the day this comes out. Happy shot Thursday. Yay, shot Yay. Thursday. Woo, 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 woo. That's and then exciting. I have an event on Friday for work, so I hope that I'm not compromised. I it's think virtual. You'll probably be fine. It's virtual, fine. so I can go pantsless if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> if I need to go pantsless. Huh. But, yeah. Yeah, good times. I'm excited about getting my vaccine. God, I know. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. There you are. Hi. You. Hi. Hi, I'm Kim. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm I just yeah. I'm e- eating di- like I'm halfway through dinner. Oh no. So I hope I don't have food in my teeth. But no worries. <laughs> Luckily it's just you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just us. This We're video not... is just for us. We don't record the video. Okay. We're live right now. Everyone is watching it. We have two thousand subscribers. <laughs> this is pesto in my teeth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, I want to introduce you to my uh, pseudo little sister, Kimberly. Hi. And Kimberly, this is Michelle. I work with her at a local community college, and she uh, quit everything and decided to become an artist. Yes. And so now she's a working artist. <laughs> and awesome. it's awesome. So Good decision. Have you. Yeah. <laughs> Living the life. Right. It's hard work, but. <laughs> yeah, so tell us about yourself, Michelle. Like, what kind of art do you do? How did you get it started? And we're recording now, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're recording now. Awesome. So, okay, so let's, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Go. (laughs) I guess we can start, like, let's start with what are we drinking, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I have water. Sorry. (laughs) This is a drinking I need to go get some drinks. Not okay, Jennifer. We tell people when they join us that they are welcome to drink or not drink. We're not. Yes, that's true. Hey, Jeff. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm asking my husband to bring me some wine. Yeah. Yes! Perfect. Okay. So, Jennifer, we didn't talk about this earlier. No. We're cutting this. So, I, or we're like doing a weird today. I am drinking, um, it's like. A grown-up ocean water drink. Uh, so apparently, Sonic has a drink called Ocean Water, and it's like a coconutty drink of some sort. So I found I saw a recipe for like a grown-up version of it. I kind of couldn't find some of the ingredients, so I made it up. It's basically Malibu Sprite and Blue Gatorade. It's not Sprite. Bad. I'm allergic to Sprite. Okay, so no Sprite for you. You're allergic to Sprite. All the things in the world to be allergic to, and I'm allergic to Sprite. Wow, okay. Yeah. Can you drink 7-Up or just... I can drink 7-Up, yes. But not Sprite. This is 7-Up. Oh, okay. The recipe called for Sprite was 7-Up. But But no, what what is it in Sprite? Do you know what it is? My wine is erect. Yay! Uh, What is it in Sprite? I don't know, but... That's so weird. Both times, um, the last two times I had it, I uh, swelled up, like, my, my arms, like... Like like the like the um, Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, like oh my god, and um, red rashes all. It was horrible, and it's it's got to be Sprite because it's the only thing that was different in my diet that day. 
So. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, so there's got to be uh, some kind of artificial sweetener or something that. Yeah. Oh, there's a kitty. <laughs> oh, wait, who's this, Jennifer? Miles Davis. Miles. Okay, that's Miles. Yes, Miles Davis. Miles Davis. He's a cool cat. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, enjoy your drink, even if it has yeah. Sprite in it. <laughs> Thank you. Jennifer, what are you drinking? An, an old fashioned. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, an old fashioned. <laughs> what I got. What's in it, an old fashioned? Bourbon, right? What bourbon. is it? Whiskey? Whiskey? Bourbon? Bourbon, usually, yes. Okay. It's usually bourbon, and some... bitters, and like a cube of sugar. Aha. Uh -huh. Cool. And then... That's that's heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is at least her second, I'm just going to say. <laughs> There's lots of ice in it. <laughs> and what are you drinking now? I'm oh, just... Uh... <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's just like a Merlot, maybe. Okay. I don't know what kind of wine it is, Excellent. but it's red wine. And Excellent. It smells good. Perfect. Tastes um, good. Uh, yeah, Michelle, tell us about you. Yeah. Yeah, tell us about you. Tell about me. Yeah, you're on the spot. So you're an artist. What kind of art? Um, so I do uh, I do a, a different kinds of art. Um, sometimes I do photography. Sometimes I do paintings. Mostly, though, I'm a watercolor painter. That's what I primarily do. And I was uh, um, I worked as an academic advisor at a community college, uh, local community college, for a number of years. And then I um, left that to do my art full time because I always did art, but um, on the side, kind of as a side gig. And then I decided after um, so many years to to go ahead and um, do the art thing full time. So I do art fairs and teach art classes and sell my oh. art and do those kinds of things. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. Now, where can we find your art? You want to yeah, plug your, your website? Yeah, your oh, website, my website is, social media, everything. Oh, right. Um, Michelle Dietering Art. So it's my name, Michelle, with two L's because it's spelled right. And <laughs> D-E-T-E-R-I-N-G at, um, oh, dot com. Sorry, not my email. So it's michellederingart.com. Oh, okay. Sorry. Perfect. It's beautiful art. <clears throat> and um, if you go there, it links, you can, you can link to my social media, mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Perfect. And we'll put it in our show notes. Too, okay. So oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Right. But, uh, it's, it's beautiful art. <laughs> It's, Thank you. it's a lot of um, animal art, right? Oh, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, I do mostly like nature. Animals, birds, and nature, yeah. That's a um, bird. I'm a bird nerd. Do you, have, do you have your photography on there, too? I do. I do. Okay. It's so incredible I, photography. Yep, I do. Uh, I a lot. Most of my right the paintings I do are from my, photog or from my photos that I've taken. Um, but I oh, also, cool. um, I do both. And I, Ooh. for a while, did both the photography and watercolor art fairs. Like, I did some of my art fairs for that and some of them for painting and it became too much <laughs> so um so i i moved mostly to doing painting that's what i do now but i i do i do sell a lot of photography still on my website and i have an etsy store which is i've been on etsy for four or five years <clears throat> cool yeah art yeah. fairs are a lot of work they are they're a ton of work and you have to deal with the public yeah. <laughs> which is and, okay uh, huh yeah no, I just I did a couple because I used to sell jewel oh. sell jewelry, and um, my most successful one was the one where my husband stepped in as a salesman for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a people person, but I'm not a salesperson. Right. You know? like,
But yeah, there are a ton of work because they uh, you have to set up your own tent, which are yeah. it takes hour to set up the tent, and yeah. then all the artwork and set up and take down, and you have weather, and then you have people, different kinds of people, which I like people um, in limited amount, like doses. <laughs> so <laughs> art fair every weekend, I can do that. Um, but they are a lot of work. So, but they're, it's good. I, I move a lot of uh, paintings that way or That's whatever I'm right. selling. And, and um, yeah, it's fun to interact with people still occasionally. Because with it, being an artist, you're by yourself most of the time. Yeah. Which yeah. is good. I mean, I'm an introvert, so I don't mind that. But I also... I can deal with people for a little while. Get my people fixed and move this on. This last year, we're starting to understand the artist's life. Right. <laughs> this last year, a lot of us. Oh, yeah. It's, and it, nothing is, I know, it's totally, like, nothing has really changed for me. Yeah. It's kind of the same, so. I'm <laughs> um, okay. Well, I did, I actually, I, I uh, teach art. At, I used to teach weekly at a local place, and because of COVID, I'm, I haven't been teaching. I teach workshops occasionally via Zoom, but... I haven't um, been my regular teaching self, which is something I used to do. So that's the only thing that's kind of changed with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. funny. One time I went for a walk with Michelle. I've gone for a couple of walks with Michelle, but through, <laughs> through the woods. And you can smell like animals. Like you can say, hey, there's a fox in the area. <laughs> <laughs> like like she'll, her head will perk up like a dog. It's like there's a fox in the area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, they do. They have smell. They have. I can smell people too. If we're walking up, like there's a person somewhere, I can smell them. I have a very good sense of smell. But um, yeah. <laughs> so what you know, having good uh, senses is good for detecting wildlife. Also good for yeah. art, by the way, to be um, to notice things, like you know, notice how things are really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so interesting. That's not something I've ever thought of. Yeah, yeah. That's how she finds all those cool animals. Yeah. She smells them out. She, yes. she smells them yes. out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at our old house, Jennifer, you were there up in the mountains. We had fox a lot, or, or around a lot. And we also had mount, like mountain lions or whatever they're called up here. And like one of our neighbors <laughs> before we moved in, it ate one of them ate their little dog. So we were always afraid of, because our dogs are little, so we were always mm. careful. And we could hear them like screaming, and we were like, and, and we we're like, they're loud. You could hear them, and so Chase is like, "Let's go see if we can see one." And I'm like, "I'm like so brave." I'm like, "Yeah, let's turn them." We get there. I'm like, "No, oh my god, like it's gonna kill us." Like this little, I mean, they can. Um, and so we're walking, and I'm like all skittish, and we look up, and it was a fox making that noise. Oh wow! Yeah, Not they make noise. <laughs> they make like this loud screaming sound. Yeah, because they're like so they're weird. kind of like they're they're. Are they a, they're a cat or a dog? Or they're both? Or they're one yeah. or the other? I don't know. But they have a strange... Yeah, they're, they... They're in this canine, aren't they? I think, I think they're a canine, but they I have some they cat qualities, too. Yeah, like that scream. Like, we definitely <laughs> thought it was a mountain lion, and it was a fox. That's so cool. <laughs> and I was no longer afraid of it. And I saw that it was a fox, and it was going to come and try to eat me. Well, you know, hyenas have that weird... It sounds like a a group yeah. of people partying, you know, when you're camping yeah. and you'll hear like bah, 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 off in the distance and it's, you know, yes. it's coyotes. Cool. <laughs> okay. I have one question about artistry. What is like the one thing you'd tell new um, watercolors? Like what kind of rule, what kind of hint about 
or technique that you would tell a new watercolorist um, to avoid or you use? To be, I always tell, and when I teach workshops, that you want to be loose. So, um, which is funny. So, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Loosen up. Uh -huh. <laughs> the biggest mistake people make with watercolors are too tight. So, they they control want to control everything. And so, they they hold the brush too tight. They, they don't put enough paint on their brush, enough water. And they're very, very... Uh, watercolor works best when you're loose. So, wine is helpful to <laughs> make you loosen up. So at workshops, oh, I usually pour the wine, keep it going, because you get better if you if you the looser you are. I mean, oh. you don't want to go too loose, of course, but you know. That's right. But that's that's one of the um, important things with watercolor for sure. So that's my tip. Okay. Loosen up. Okay, that's a good one. I like that. Don't be uptight. Don't be tight. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. Jennifer, we should ask all of our guests for a piece of advice like that. Oh, was that my question? That was my idea, right there. Yeah, it was, that was your idea. idea, right there. We should ask. <laughs> moving forward, let's ask all of our guests. Yeah, like that's a that. cool idea. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there we go. We've been doing this for a year. Think how smart you'll get yes. at the end if you do that. Yes. Give us one more year, and we'll have. <laughs> yeah. We'll have. Uh, games should some we knowledge. give them a warning that we're going to ask them that question, or just like pop it on them like I did with Michelle? Let's just pop it on them, and maybe okay. if they've listened to the podcast. Um, they would have known that. They'll know but, it's coming. But if not, if they're coming to us virgin, it'll be a surprise and they have to think on their feet. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I think I think that's our plan from here on out. <laughs> yep, that's our plan. <clears throat> I do want to say one more thing, uh, okay. Michelle, that... Uh, so we've been friends for a while, Michelle and I. Mm -hmm. um, and she moved into the neighborhood that I live in right now oh, nice. before i lived before i moved into it okay so when i was looking we were looking at houses almost at the same time like she got closed just before i did basically <laughs> and so she moved to the east side neighborhood and I, I was talking to her about finding a house and she's like you should move into my neighborhood and i'm like i can't afford your neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> she's like no you should you should look at it and I found the perfect house in the perfect neighborhood. She, this is where she brags about how little she paid for her house yeah, compared to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The east side of Lansing is very affordable still, oh, even yeah. now with these yeah. crazy prices. Oh, I am so glad you told me about that because I love this neighborhood. We live like six Just. blocks away from each other. Yeah. Oh, that's Almost great. in like the same exact It's footprint. a good neighborhood. My dad grew up in this neighborhood back uh, in the, love what, it. 50s? 40s, 50s, <laughs> somewhere in there. And uh, it's always been this way. Like, this neighborhood has always been, like in Lansing, right. it's always been a good, stable. It's got diversity, too. It's got an economic yeah. and, and racial diversity. And yeah, so right. I just, I love this neighborhood. So I'm so glad. And the other day, I got a letter on my door. I don't know if you guys can see this, but it's a letter on my door. You can't. It's a letter. I could. I could read my, it. But... On my door that said, hey, uh, if you want to sell your house, please sell us your house. Oh, I saw I have gotten those too. <laughs> your neighborhood's in demand. Yeah. Because <laughs> the housing market is so crazy. Oh, it right is. Now. You could probably double your money right now if you sold it. Our house has gone up 10% since we bought it last August. Oh, I'd be afraid to sell right now. Because I don't think I'd be able to find another house. What you but should do so is sell and move into an apartment, and then when the housing market crashes, you can buy oh, like a Jesus. big mansion somewhere. <laughs> oh, my, save that money for. Oh, it's crazy. So uh, I was talking to my realtor friend. He was saying that usually last year, and he thought that the housing market was hot last year. There was like eight hundred houses on the market, and this year's there's like three fifty. 
like there's half wow. of what was last year. And you saw that, that last year was a hard, hot market. So wow. people like buying houses they haven't even been to. They just like look online. They just want they yeah, get they their, just... they get their <laughs> like 50K over asking oh. within an hour of listing. And you got to go to a house before you buy it. You can't. I don't, yeah. Because there could be yes. some weird juju in that house and you wouldn't. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Juju. Yeah, the vibes. Yeah. You got to you got to go to a house. Yeah. First. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We dealt with this last August. But it's just it's kind of fascinating to me the housing market right now. Ugh. Yeah. I like my I like my little house. So <laughs> I'm never moving. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme yesterday. It had like a one of those, you know, like the little kid houses that are made out of plastic, the play school houses. <laughs> you know what I mean for outside? Yeah. <laughs> it was like the Lansing housing market now was like this and they had this house the house for 150 150,000. <laughs> and it was one of those little plastic play school. It's like, yep, that's pretty much <laughs> There was, and I don't know if you saw this, but a friend of mine posted, a friend of his was selling a house in the Lansing area last year, and they took joke pictures of the 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 scream mask. Oh, yeah, I did house, see that. And then it yeah. blew up. I saw it on, from other people, too. But the thing that made me the angriest about that was, like, seeing the price that they were trying yeah. to sell that yeah. house for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different market than Denver, really. It's a different market. <laughs> You could have gotten three houses in Lansing for right. what you paid in Denver. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, I got to get one more drink. And then Same. I, I also, ready for our I also have pee, and then we can do our questions. Oh, okay. okay. You ready? Perfect. Oh, hi, Miles. Aw. <laughs> Miles Davis. Thank you. I love Miles. it. All right. We'll be right back. Um. All right. All right. You ready to give us some advice? Yeah, let's do Here it. advice givers. Okay, where are we? Where I think we? I read the next one, right? Oh, wait. No, I'm, it's with no, Michelle. I'm around. So yeah. Yeah, Jennifer reads with Michelle? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. That yeah. means I so read Jennifer's it. Jennifer's going to read, and you're going to be listening. That means and you're in the room you're... with us. Yes, is yes. With the Michelle part. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready? To give some excellent advice from excellent advice givers. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm turning 18 soon and feel I've wasted my teenage years. I've had good memories, but I haven't done a lot of things like go to parties or get into relationships like most people my age. I've got a good, good group of friends, but I don't think I've lived my youth to the fullest. I must have only been to about five parties in my life and I've only kissed two girls ever. I've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety and I often feel anxious about trying new things. I'll never get these days back and it's upsetting me hugely. Is life worth living after 18? Signed, misspent youth. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I know, right? I, I just, I feel like, so I read this and I was like, this is pretty normal at the age of 18. Right. Like, mm -hmm. Don't believe what TV shows and movies <laughs> tell you. Yeah, it's the end most, of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah most mm -hmm. people, this is this is pretty standard by eighteen, mm -hmm. especially when a year of your life at eighteen has been spent locked inside due to a pandemic. Yeah, uh, right. So, yeah. So I don't think this person is significantly behind anyone. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be like your fear. Your worries are valid. I'm just trying to like give some. Yeah, it's. Uh, 
if your context is television shows, yeah, like you haven't killed nineteen vampires in your high school career, you're behind times. One hundred percent. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or I you think haven't she did more than nineteen in her high school. Oh no, career. I'm just saying. Well, of course, I'm just saying. <laughs> That to have not killed any vampires, what it's like your life is wasted. Um. So I don't know, Michelle. What do you think? Trying to be better about sharing the life. Oh yeah, eighteen. <laughs> it, Ooh, my, that, my life began at eighteen. How about that? Right. Yeah. I, I had terrible, terrible time in high school. So I was very glad to turn eighteen, and everything went uphill from there. So oh, yes. yeah, it's like it's like the start <laughs> of your life. Exactly. It's like the start. It's like she's got college years. She's got oh, yes. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There, like yeah, but yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you'd rather be one of those people college. that bloom after after eighteen than those that are stuck back in the eighteen. Yeah. You know, well, under. I'm, I'm yes. still working on blooming. Like, I'm, <laughs> That's I'm right. Still working on blooming. Like, I, I just love that. That's so true. Like you'd rather be the late bloomer that comes that peaks later sure. than the than the stereotypical. <laughs> You see it again in movies and TV and stuff like that, but I'm, but it's a real thing. Like that person that peaked as like the on quarterback <laughs> senior year, yeah, and then they don't go anywhere from there. You don't want to be that. Oh yeah, life is such a letdown if you're de- that after eighteen. Yeah, yeah. that happened. I see that. The Al Bundy, right? The Al Bundy, right? Yeah. <laughs> glory days in high school. His no. glory days, and then he's a he's yeah. a shoe salesman. Like life is right. such a letdown after that. Oh yeah, no. After after eighteen is so much better. Plus, you get to legally drink right. at 21. I mean, you can drink before then just illegally. I'm, just, I'm, like, I'm not saying you have never drank anything, <laughs> but, like, you get to start drinking later. You get to start voting at 18. At 25, you can rent a car. Like, there are still age, age goals to hit here. Yeah, yeah. And there's loads of people who don't, who have fewer than five partners at the age of 30 or 40 like you don't there isn't any sort of goalpost you're supposed to hit not at all in order to hit the i've used my life 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. that's what we're saying it's gonna get better yes right right that's that adage it's gonna get better like it can't get worse. <laughs> it can't get Don't worse. Don't say that. So it really can. can get worse. Can. Lots of things can get worse. I, I mean, this person lived through a pandemic, so I don't. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Things are getting better. People are getting. Oh my gosh! So I don't know if you saw this, Jennifer, but um, Harpy Hour. Month, oh yeah. We've got a couple mm-hmm. trades with them. They posted. They have a Fun Times Friday. They post. And yesterday it popped up and it said something, it was a tweet they found because they're all three vaccinated now. And, and it said, I'm on an airplane and I just heard this woman say, I'm vaxxed and I'm waxed and I'm ready to go. And they're like, honestly, that should be everybody's vibe for this summer. And I was like, yes. <laughs> vaxxed and I'm waxed and I'm ready to go. <laughs> so embrace yeah. that, uh, yeah. letter writer. <laughs> yeah. And this letter writer talks about having anxiety and, you know, she doesn't have to have the stereotypical, like, love life. She doesn't have to go out, or he, sorry, he or she doesn't have to go out and have a whole bunch of sex partners if if they don't want to. No. Like, they're making, they're they're measuring their life by some weird standard that doesn't actually exist. Right. It exists in TV. Mm -hmm. And movies. Yeah. 
And maybe the popular crowd. Maybe those popular crowds are whores. Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we do not shame people for their sexuality and number of sex partners Which on our maybe podcast. Why they're, maybe, maybe why they're happier because they're whores. Orgasms <laughs> into happiness. So. <laughs> but um, but I do feel like this person said they've been diagnosed with anxiety and depression, and I feel like some of these feelings are probably being fueled by that. Like oh my God. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I think a lot of people probably feel this way, but now that you also know that you, that you have these, like these can help make you feel this type of emotion where you're like, well, mm-hmm. is it even worth going on? Am I, am I falling behind? Am I not as good as other people? Mm-hmm. But what you're having in your life is very normal. And I, right. I don't mean like in a way, like I said before, I wasn't trying to like say your feelings aren't valid, valid, but I do want to point out that the measuring stick you're measuring against isn't the same for every person. So I want this person to be able to recognize that this might be some of their fears are coming from these uh, diagnoses they have that are just kind of oh my ruling gosh. that. Yeah, they're not less than or anything like that. This is normal. Yeah. So. I mean, I had my first kiss at 16. Like, I was a late bloomer, too, you know? like I had my first kiss when I was wearing those um, those plastic lips <laughs> in kindergarten. That's when I had my first kiss. <laughs> I was wearing those plastic lips. Were those the ones that you could eat? They were kids. like wax? Could you yeah, eat them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. the I can still lips. taste it if I think about it, what they mm-hmm. tasted yeah, like. They had like a cherry flavor yeah. them, right? Yeah. All that wax. Mmm, good yeah. for us. <laughs> I, was, I was an early bloomer, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I had a boyfriend in second grade, but that's a second grade boyfriend, so. <laughs> I had a boyfriend in fifth grade who yeah. I lost. We, we became boyfriend and girlfriend just before summer, and I yeah. lost his phone number. Oh, and... no. Mine is so similar <laughs> and to I that. And I couldn't call him over the summer. He was so mad at me. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> next year and i'm like i i had no idea what Just your phone number is oh and he left a voicemail not a voicemail uh but, oh what what uh, on your answering machine an answering machine message about how much you loved me oh my god oh. <laughs> Grader boyfriend, um, <laughs> he's like, so much in love with me, and then well, my family made fun of me. Of I'm course, like, I hate this. Oh, <laughs> and I, then, um, of course, I can remember his phone number. That's so, so. funny because he didn't end his message with his phone number, Mm-mm. which is Mm-mm. the logical thing to do. And we don't have like, oh, yeah, no caller ID. <laughs> yeah, no caller ID. We're talking in the 80s. What was it? it used to be like star or something or other? We'd call star back, yeah. <laughs> yes, but that was after that was even later than that. Uh, he became um, he became he became um a bit of a rapist so oh i kind of like yeah he he became a pretty awful person i don't know if i fueled that (laughs) oh my god (laughs) like maybe if in fifth grade you had returned his i had returned no that is not how this works that is what they want you to think that it's your fault and it's not your fault he was a broken person to begin with um anyway let's move on from that (laughs) my second grade boyfriend we were boyfriend and girlfriend through i don't remember how long of second grade but then after when summer happened and we didn't talk at all during the summer and then he never spoke to me again in third grade 
And I got glasses in third grade. And in my little third grade brain, I was like, maybe he doesn't recognize me with my glasses. <laughs> and so I would take my glasses off in the hallway when I walked by him, hoping he would just be like, oh, Kim, it's you. It's you. Aww. You're like Superman Did- and Clint <laughs> Did not happen. That is not what happened. So... What about Michelle? What about you? you Yeah, I was thinking about like, you know how we used to like, you'd write someone would write you a letter and say, you know, you want to go together? Yes or no? Yes or no. Right. And then, um, so I had this one boyfriend, we and I went to private school. um, But so it was like, you know, whatever. Anyway, so we had this like, I think it was a now that I think about it, I think it was a (laughs) some kind of like heating, like HVAC thing. I don't know. Outside, and there was a space, and so people would go behind there to kiss or whatever, you know. Yeah. And I was supposed to meet this guy, and then so the big thing was that I was going to meet him after this current boyfriend I had, because he was every couple weeks, you know, you'd break up with him and then go with someone else. But I was going to meet him behind the thing (laughs) to to, to kiss. And uh, and I la- I took off. I ran. I I was supposed to meet him, and I went down the back stairs and went home. <laughs> Left him sitting there behind the furnace. <laughs> that was the end of him. That <laughs> that was fifth grade. Yeah. 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 So. Mm-hmm. We're all supposed to be in love by fifth grade. That's really. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And I forget phone numbers, and Michelle runs the other way, so. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved him. (laughs) Sitting behind the furnace. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, it's hard, but it gets better the older you get, I think. Yeah, really? I grew out of of worrying people couldn't recognize me when I wore my glasses. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better. (laughs) What's, What's kind of your favorite decade so far? Um, being you, I guess. I don't know. Thirties was really good for me. Forties, I'm feeling pretty good about forties too. Twenties was like twenties is it's fun, but it's more. You, you, I feel like every every decade I've gotten more confident in myself. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so that's been yeah. So I mean, there are fun things about different <laughs> yeah. different time periods, but. uh it definitely goes uphill, I think, but and then I, um, definitely more confident when as the decades I, like go you on. You give less of a excuse my language. You give less of a shit. Yeah. Right. As you get older, like yeah. Oh, uh, my my spouse uh, Jeff, his dad used to say that when you're young, you think you think everyone's talking about you. When you're middle aged, you think you don't care if anyone's talking about you. And when you're old, you realize nobody was talking about you in the first place. <laughs> and yeah. Maybe people to start talking you, talking about you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So things get better for yeah. everybody. Almost everybody. So. Unless it's you're not, the, it, the stereotypical peak at age of 18 mm. when you win states as the quarterback for your high school football the team. And you, yeah. you live on that that moment of glory and you can't move past it. Because really that is also self-inflicted by those people where they're yeah. like, that was that was my time. And then they never grow past that themselves. Yeah. They hold themselves back. Yeah, you don't want to fall into that at all. It's just like there's so much more life to live. And there's this person who says they're afraid about trying new things. They should yeah. try something small. Work mm-hmm. your way up. Don't Don't yeah. like try to think about 
if you think about things too large, then it becomes overwhelming and causes yeah. anxiety. So, you know, what's something small you can do that's different every day and then that builds on itself and makes you more courageous. So try something small, not get some watercolors. And get some watercolor. Right. Yeah. Let's loosen up. Yeah, loosen up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Walk a different way. Do you yeah. know? Take a different route. Do do Watch something small. Show. But yeah, watercolor is good for loosening up. Or, Maybe you should do yeah, smart this person. Class. Maybe that would help. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. I think that's it. Like eighteen is really not the end. No, you get so okay. much life ahead of you, and it's definitely worth living past the age of eighteen. Yeah, for sure. You mm-hmm. specifically asked, is it worth living pat after 18? Yes. 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 The best, <laughs> the best years usually happen after the age of 18. Oh my gosh. So much good stuff has happened right. since 18. So, oh my so there's hope for you. Keep going. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yay. That was such a good one. It was a good one. Howdy. It's Jennifer. And I got to tell you about these straws from Surfside Sips. I'm smitten. A family-owned business, Surfside Sips creates beautifully handcrafted glass straws. These are made out of the same durable glass as Pyrex. So, easy to clean and hard to break. A must for this lazy and clumsy lady. My favorite part is that Surfside Sips ship using all recyclable materials. Super eco-friendly and for this Midwesterner, minimal guilt. Check out these straws at surfsidesips.com and use coupon code inebratedinput, all one word, for 20% off. Um, okay, so Michelle, are you comfortable reading sure. the second one we sent you? I Perfect. will read it. Um, okay, so this letter says, basically, I've started to wear thongs. Underwear, I'm assuming, since last year. We do have some people in Australia that listen, and thongs, there are sandals. Oh, see, oh yeah. No, these are underwear. Thong underwear. Strings, <laughs> like dental floss. Yeah, I'm 20 yeah. now, and I'm, obviously I've been buying my own underwear. The ugly big underwear my mom buys me and refuses to budge with any other kind of underwear. It's reserved for period underwear. Yes, I do have a boyfriend, but that's not the only reason why I wear them when he isn't around. I don't wear tight pants, and if I wear tight pants, I have a long sweater on or pull over to or pull it over to over my butt. Oh, sorry. We, we did some bad Oh, she said to cover my butt. Yeah. Oh, anyway. okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. We so pers- basically, this person's not, not showing off on the pants. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in, summertime, in summertime, I have a lightweight cotton long shirt unbuttoned. Over a shirt. Basically, the only person who knows I'm wearing a thong is me, and I wear it because, let's face it, thongs are much more comfortable than you'd think. <laughs> I, to- I told her all this, but she thinks people, her mom, yeah, yeah. can tell anyway that she's wearing a thong. I bought them all with my own money, but she now, or she wants to throw them out. What do I do? I've already hid them somewhere else while she was ranting downstairs. Signed, it's my undies, and I'll wear them if I want. <laughs> That's a good um, sign-up, too. Um, <laughs> first of all, I don't think bombs are more comfortable, personally. Yeah, yeah. No. That's definitely yeah. a thing uh, that is up for personal debate. <laughs> Although I think when I wore thongs regularly, I was like, oh, they're, you get used to them, and they're pretty comfortable, and you don't feel like you have extra fat. Uh, yeah. My my it, advice it on this is, in the wrong is places. Not, yeah, 
my advice for this, I feel like, isn't going to really be advice. It's going to be anger at the mom. And that's not really helpful. <laughs> I think maybe like, she, not, wants, she wants us to be angry with her. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's right? none of your mom's business what kind of underwear you She's wear 20. or why you choose to wear them. You're 20. Yeah. You're 20 yeah. years old. You are a grown adult. Right. Wear all the thongs you want. You wear can see you underwear. Know what? Wear. Yeah. You know what, girl? You can wear tight pants and not co- have something covering your butt. You can do that. You can wear them just because you don't want <laughs> underwear lines. You can wear them because you think you're more comfortable. Or you can wear them because they make you feel sexy. It's none of your mom's goddamn business why you're yes. wearing the underwear that you are wearing. A Correct. confidence boost? Like, no one yes. needs to know what kind of underwear you have. It, it, it gives you a confidence boost. More what? power to you. Like. 100%. <laughs> You've got a cute little matching number, and you, like, know it. You know, like, you cute, lacy, matching bra and panties. You're walking around owning it all day because you know it and no one else does. You feel great. Do that. <laughs> Say, fuck you, mom. And do what you want to and wear what you want to on your body. Yeah. I agree. I <laughs> <laughs> All that. <laughs> All that. I'm so, I'm so mad about it. I'm mad about it for her. Uh, <gasps> gotta find a good safety storage spot for those. Yes. To yeah. hide them from mom. Wash them herself Do, your mom them Do your own laundry. Do your own laundry. Do your own laundry. By the way, she's 20. You know, my mom always offers to do laundry for me when I come to visit. Still. Oh, yeah. So does my mom, but she right. doesn't argue with me about my underwear. Right. 100%. <laughs> Do you remember the song, the thong song? Yeah. <laughs> That's what keeps going through my head. <laughs> Babe, move your butt. Butt, butt. Guys, like, butt, 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 all night long. Let me see that thong. Anyway, yes, that song. Baby. Play, that, play yep. that nonstop at your house as loud as you can. Right, and thong do song. do not stop until your mom gets off your back. Well, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> you know, do some psychological warfare here. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I wore thongs sometimes in high school. And my mom did my laundry then. But I was, I was like, in high school, my mom didn't give a shit. Yeah. My, yeah. Mom, my mom specifically said to me once, I had a halter top. And my mom was like, my mom let me wear a halter top when I was that age. I'm not, like, why would I not let you? It's not my, like, I wasn't being skanky or anything. Like, I was just wearing a halter top. Like, she did not care. No, and your mom grew up in the 80s, so. There's some, there's some interesting seventies and eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yes. My opinion is the same, except, uh, thongs do create issues, uh, in the butt area, but otherwise you know, I agree with that. Do what you want to do. do. I don't care. <laughs> I'll, I'll I, do, I do cut, cotton undies. Like I'm <laughs> all for the ugly green. Ugly. Yeah. Yeah, big, all for the big lady underwear. <laughs> <laughs> With the cute flowers on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. There we go. Um, the green yeah. underwear. Spice yeah. it up yeah. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do the lace stuff because that itches in weird places. Yeah. <laughs> the satin stuff isn't really healthy for the down under. You yeah, kind of go through, time. back to the last question, you sort of go through phases with underwear in your decades. You do. You <laughs> do go through the stages. The 20s, the 30s, the 40s. Yes. Yeah. Like, I used to be so worried about the, the panty line. and now do I do not I, give like, a shit anymore. I do right. I remember that. The seamless. You want seamless. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't care anymore. They're going to see my panty line. And you know what? You know, it just shows you're wearing underwear. Who cares? Yeah. Uh-huh. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I, it makes me think of like remember when slips used to be a thing? You always had to wear a slip. Oh, yeah. oh slips, yeah. You didn't, they could see if the sun shined right, they might be able to see the outline of your legs and know you have legs underneath your skirt. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh, there's a Princess Diana photo. Yes, oh, yes, I know Princess yes. Diana photo when she's with her kids in the park. And the sun. She was a teacher. It was her holding, like she was teaching these children, and she was like I will let you take this picture if you will leave me the fuck alone for the rest oh, of the day. Was that it? Was that yes? Uh, and the sun is like behind her, and you can see that she has legs. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, and she also has a gap, like the, a thigh gap. A thigh I gap. Say. Yeah. Hell which, yes, Princess which is, Diana. Which is yes. probably why we shamed her for it because we were so mad that she had a thigh gap. She but had whatever. Body <laughs> and. Uh, yes. Yeah, but people were like, "Oh my god, she has legs." Yeah. 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 Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, you get to wear whatever type of undergarments you want. If you still want to wear a slip right now, you go right on ahead. You want to wear a thong, you do you. You do what makes you happy and feels best in your body. Yeah. Right. Tell your mom. You like that unhygienic thing going through the crack of your ass? (laughs) Dental floss for your ass. And just, just don't care about what your mom says. That's right. You have your own underwear. You buy them. Mm-hmm. You wash them. You own your clothing. And you mm-hmm. wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Your mom calls you a whore for wearing those. You say, yes, I am. Thank you very much. Just it's own it. it. <laughs> yeah, just own it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. say, mom, it's none of your business, mom. Yeah. None of yeah. your business what I'm wearing as undergarments. And it's none of your business why I wear them. You don't need to tell, you don't need to justify your mom that it's more comfortable. You don't have to tell her any of the reasons you said there. All you have to say is, they're my underwear, mom. They're what I like to wear. And that that's, you, they're, that's as far as your interest goes, mom. They shouldn't even bother. Why are you thinking about what kind of underwear I wear? Yeah. It's none of your business. Yeah. Yeah. It's my underwear. Anyway. I think we <laughs> answered the underwear question. I do too. I think we're we're making good time. Michelle, okay. do you have time for one more question? Do you okay. want to hang out with us? Sure. For one oh, more question. Sure. Kimberly, are you okay with that? Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, I asked Kimberly after I I prompt you. And then, <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't like Michelle. She shouldn't hang out with us anymore. Um, <laughs> let's just, let me do the first one from this episode. That yeah, let's there. do that. Okay, so okay. it's a juicy it's a juicy one, Michelle. It is. It's also it's a, a long one. Long one. So prepare yourself. So I you might want to take notes. I cut so oh well let's let's send her the question so she can see it. Mm, mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have a signature for it. Oh um, my gosh, I don't think about a signature because I had a okay. hard time with it. Okay, I'll think. I mean, I cut so much out of this, and I hope you cut more. So I did. I cut like paragraphs out. I know. But it's right? still long. It's, yeah, still it's still long. long. Um. Okay. Ready? Here we go. My spouse and oh my I. God, I my... just deleted it. Let me send it to Michelle. So she has it. Um goddamn Mike Mac. I mean, sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just send it to you. My spouse and I live with my parents for financial reasons and in the case of my parents for medical reasons. My dad was convinced that he needed additional live-in assistance, so He went on Craigslist, made an ad without our knowledge, and when we came back from a weekend away, a woman was there to live and help in exchange for a roof over her head. She had been homeless before living in a tent. After initially freaking out, my husband and I tried to be nice and welcoming to the woman. 
she seemed nice at first, but on her second day there, she was making indirect threats to my parents. She stole my mom's medication and she insisted that they throw my husband and I out. She went so far as to say that my husband and I were conspiring to kill my parents so we could inherit the house. My dad wouldn't let us call the police, but he said he'd kick her out in the morning. He said he didn't want to kick her out overnight, like during the nighttime. And my husband and I took shifts and stayed up all night listening and keeping watch to make sure this woman didn't try to come hurt us or our parents. It was one of the scariest nights of my life. Well, she turned on the waterworks the next day and he gave her another chance. My husband and I were furious and I confronted the woman and it got heated. I told my dad it was her or us and his response was, so be it, and he picked her. Now we are currently staying at a friend's place. I feel betrayed that my father would choose this psychotic woman he's known for three days over his daughter and son-in-law. It feels like my heart has been ripped to shreds and we're absolutely terrified of what this person might be capable of. I know the logical thing is just to move out, but we aren't in a position to do that right now. Things have not been financially stable for us right now because of my own health issues and the pandemic. Originally, we simply moved back in with them to help them out. We wanted to stay in my husband's home state. We put our lives on hold for them. We help them immensely as my mom has MS and my dad has a lot of back issues and ulcers on his legs. We called the police about this, but since we aren't the homeowners, without any sort of proof the woman has attempted to harm anyone and without my parents' consent, they are unable to remove her from the premises. They are running a background check on her for us, but we haven't heard back yet. Signed, worried about being murdered in the night. Wow. We said it was a juicy one. That's yeah, yeah it's juicy, juicy. So, <laughs> oh, but we, we've got we've got murder. Um, <laughs> we've got inheritance. Right. We uh, we've got a Marvels episode right here. This woman said she's murdered someone in the past. Oh my gosh, yeah. My favorite part that I I ended up personally cutting out was when they stayed up overnight. They collect antique swords, so they stayed up with swords. Oh, I they, cut that out. So they, they, I cut it out because it's ridiculous, but it's so funny. I had to keep it. Um, so my very first initial reaction is that the police are not the right people to call. Your city or state most likely has a a group or like a, a state run thing to help the elderly to help prevent elderly abuse. And Walker. that is what you need to call to get them to go over and do a wellness check and see that this woman is taking advantage of your elderly parents and they're there to help protect your parents. Aren't the police do, aren't they the ones who do the wellness checks? I feel like. Probably, but I think it goes to a different thing than just calling. Like there's a difference between a wellness check and a, I think someone is taking advantage of an elderly person and we need that type of check. I think it's probably a social worker that does that Mm. type of check. Which would be better because they can do a different kind of assessment. Yeah. Right. 100%. Instead of like instead of immediate danger, it'd be yes. Uh-huh. There might be immediate danger here. I don't know. This woman sounds crazy. So, but but the police can't just go in in this necessarily. But I think a social worker that has had a some like a worried call does have the authority to go in to check that everyone is safe. Like elder <sighs> abuse. Like I would look at under elder abuse or something in the yeah. mm-hmm. county. And I, and I assume her parents are old enough to fall under that since she's like 28 and they're having these issues. They might not be. But 
also there's also like worry about uh dis like disabled right disabled people that you might be able to, like your mom has ms and things like that you might be able to call me like i'm worried she's not being taken care of properly and they can send a social worker there too there are i think i mean i'm not an expert in this obviously but i think there are there is some recourse and some options here to help get parent help for your parents because i understand yeah, that we're hurt letter writer but i'm more worried about your parents safety right now than your feelings sorry there, there, there's an artery that's been cut like there's okay. an immediate mm -hmm. there's immediate um, yeah. need right here right yes like we have to worry about what the immediate and hurt or whatever if, if this is okay. out of character for your dad it could be a like an out like like they start, they always say when your your partner or your parent starts acting really strangely, you need to talk to a doctor. So if like this sort of I am now taking care like I've adopted this woman in my household and I don't give a shit about my kids anymore. I mean like that could like there could be something mentally wrong with your dad. Like Yeah. I wanna let other people talk now. Yeah. Yeah, you're a talker. Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe you started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think michelle what do you think's going on oh man hmm yeah i uh i i kind of i kind of agree that they should uh take a look at <laughs> a social worker or somebody that could uh do some kind of wellness checks the police aren't gonna just you can't just call the police and have them do something unless there's a clear threat that that they can you know track or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so there, there is an expectation that police will do everything you need them to do, but really they're like the two one one of not just the nine one one, but the two one one. Like this the central information center for any sort of help. And I yeah, yeah. I think you're right that you have to do a little bit of digging to figure out what kind of resources are available for Or maybe I don't know if this person has siblings, but if they have siblings, maybe they uh siblings could also try to intervene oh, yeah. and any and, sort of family member. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 If they have anyone that Aunt, could. Aunt, uncle, anyone. Right. Yeah. So that might be yeah. something to do, too. Because to the try. goal really is to get this lady out of the house. Yeah. It's really the immediate goal. Right. And very quickly. Like, I don't want to take it to a point where she can have squatters rights. She better not have a fucking key. I hope they didn't give her a key. <laughs> you need to change the locks. Even if your dad says he didn't give her a key, you need to change the locks as soon as you get her out of there. Mm -hmm. She could have stolen one or your dad could be lying. Like, yeah. or her forgotten that he gave her one. Like, you could do a, a Google search on her too. I don't know if she's done that. Yeah, yeah. take a look yeah. and yeah. see what. Well, this... and the police are doing a background, a background search. On her, oh, okay. But... I don't know, and I don't know. This, I mean, she may have simply not maybe simply, but mental health issues. This yes, one hundred percent. And it's not a simple thing, but um, no. I mean, homelessness does. Correlate with uh, mental health issues. So, <coughs> all right, yeah. So maybe this woman needs assistance. Yeah, one hundred percent. That can be provided by uh, um, uh, uh, two elderly, an elderly couple. That right. Yeah. Yeah, a social worker will come in if you have them come in to look at check on your parents. They might be able to help her too. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, like the immediate worry is safety, but I mean best hope for everyone is that everyone gets any help they might need here right yeah. i guess my um recommendation would be to not take it personally would be yeah. to focus on the needs of your parents yeah and and resolve the issue at hand agreed 
and that you can't really take it personally because there's some other issues going on. Agreed, agreed. That's agreed. why I said, like, have a, a doctor, like, when you get back in there, your dad needs probably a mental health check. Like, I, yeah. If, it, if it's out of character for him, like, you really, like, I don't want you to be hurt. But, it's, like, if it's, like, Alzheimer's or dementia, the beginnings of that, like, things, like, abrupt changes in personality can be signs of that. So, like, I don't, I, this is definitely hurtful, and I understand why you're feeling hurt. But I don't want you to take it personally. I want you to. He did bring a complete stranger to the house. <laughs> that's that's like, weird. Over the weekend, he brought a complete weekend. stranger into the house. That sounds like yeah. Like to me, it, I, I don't know your dad. Me, it takes me six years to bring people into my house. <laughs> 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 it sounds like there might be something going on with the dad here. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Yeah. Ugh. So that was a very long story for about five minutes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's help you can get. That's a, that's a good story, though. Yeah, this is a good story. It's a lot, and I, I wish I kept the swords in, but I'm glad I told you about it. Yeah, the swords. <laughs> sword. I don't think they were antique swords. I think now that I think about them, I think they were Japanese swords. Ah, um, you know that makes a difference. It does, it does. Yeah, yeah. I keep my swords in my attic, so I'd have to pull them out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have swords. I have a bat. That's about it. A bat and pepper spray. You have a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be our last question. Yeah, I for the whole recording. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yay! Uh, thank you. So, thank you. So thank you for having done. me. This is yeah, fun. Oh your website and stuff again. One more time. Oh, uh, Michelle Dietering Art dot com. So it's um, M I C H E L L E. D E T E R I N G at or, dot arts dot com. <laughs> Sorry. Oh Wait, it, Just Google me, right? Michelle Dietering. It'll come up. Michelle Dietering. It'll come up. Just Google. It's beautiful art. You it can is. purchase. I, you can I ask for um um. You can ask. What's the word? I I've had enough drinking. Commissions. Commissions. You can ask for commissions, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, she's nodding her head. Okay. Yes. <laughs> They're a lot of work, though, right? Commissions are a lot. Commissions of work. are a lot of work. They are. Yeah, because people ask you to do their dog. They do, and then oh, you gotta do this and this and this. Yeah. You do like three versions before you come up. Before you a lot of times, version, yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're a lot of work. They are. But a you ton do of work. do them. I you do. do them. So it's worth the money. Yes. They're willing to pay. You the money. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Gotta support the arts. Yeah. The artists. Exactly. <laughs> thank you so much michelle for coming thank on you. And thank you for guests. having me this was it's so much fun awesome. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to inebriated input i'm kim and i'm jennifer if you enjoyed the podcast please rate and review us so other people can find us if you didn't then bugger off jk we like constructive feedback feel free to tell us <laughs> and Please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions, and we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon, where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.